Hello fellow vagrants, welcome back to another episode of The Freezing Nomad. I'm going to go ahead and preface this a little bit. Again, there's going to be background noise because the AC is on. Blizzard took their marketing a little bit too far and actually set a mountain on fire. (laughs) All jokes aside, California is on fire right now. The fire is... uh, It's not too close to me, but I could see it when I'm taking the 22 freeway back home from like Lakewood or something. I actually posted a video of it the other night, and I didn't know how serious this was because I could see this thing clear as day at night. It it was so spooky because it looked like one eye, like the eye of Sauron just on fire. It was so weird, but yeah, I, I have to have the AC on because one, my asthma spooks me sometimes, especially with this fire and ash going around. And two, it's really dang hot, so please excuse the volume level with the uh, with the noise. If you can't hear it, better. I <laughs> also want to give a shout-out to a good friend of mine, Ro, at Realm Maintenance. If you don't know, I just had an interview with him the other, the other two weeks ago. And he just recently put out that episode with my interview with him. And it was it was awesome. Like, I... Being... Interviewed by Ro, I was I felt so starstruck because to me, Realm Maintenance has been a, a staple of 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 a list of podcasts that people listen to or people discover podcasts because of his. And for me to for one be shouted out on his podcast previously and to be interviewed by the man himself, uh, it, I tried so hard to be polite and not interrupt him and I had my mute button on and, and it's not in the interview but when we when he first started talking to me I had my mute button on he's like I, I think you have your mute button on I was like oh no I did the thing <laughs> but it, please do yourself a favor and go back and listen to it the entire episode is great <clears throat> in fact um, I, I learned about a, a podcast I've never heard before called Corpse Run Radio and they're going to be doing an interview with uh, I think her name is Patty Patty Mason, who voices Sylvanas. So I learned that because of his his podcast. See, just a circle of podcasts all around. <laughs> so huge thank you, Ro. I I know you listen, and I had so much fun, dude, talking to you. And hey, man, anytime you want to do it again, let me know. <laughs> uh, so, fellow vagrants, that's what I'm calling you guys now. I came up with the name Vagrants reason i came up with that name because i went to a thesaurus and typed in nomad and that's what popped up <laughs> no i have a theme going on over on earth and ring i decided to uh move my characters over there i put my boost over there and i have a theme going on because i'm in the aie guild and those guys are a lot of fun i I'm, I'm very quiet when it comes to online stuff so i like watching them talk amongst themselves using a green wall in the guild chat but yeah, I, I have a, I have a thing a, a theme where I, anytime I make a new character, I name them something along the line of a nomad. So the the shaman that I boosted on that server is called Vagrant, and I'm gonna make a demon hunter pretty soon, and I'm going to uh, name that demon hunter Drifter. And um, I've got a character over there, a warrior, Forsaken Warrior, sitting at level 62, named Nomad. So 
yeah, I've I've got that theme going on. I really I don't know the the whole idea of a of a traveling person, you know, somebody who doesn't fit in in one particular area, really uh speaks levels to me, which is why this podcast is called The Freezing Nomad because I I'm playing multiple different Blizzard games and I like them all, so I'm going to different 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 of those uh different games. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm enjoying them, and, you know, my online alias is Perfect Nomad. So, you know, I just put that stuff together, two and two, and I like that. I like incorporating that. So, yeah, and there's a little background story I wasn't expecting it, uh, expecting to get into. Um, another thing, Anchor just rolled out this really cool thing, and I, I gotta commend them. They, it, it's a payment system, similar to Patreon, Ko-Fi, or Ko-Fi. I think it's Kofi because people are always saying, ah, buy me a coffee at Kofi. <laughs> I think it's that. Speaking of coffee, I'm going to take a sip of that. Mm. I know, coffee at 7 o'clock. <laughs> it's Friday. Leave me alone. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, and I activated that. So, you know, I'm already like 12 episodes, 13 episodes now. Made a mistake in my last, I'm naming my last one. Uh, Anchor said it was my... 14th episode so i believed in and it was wrong anyways i'm like 13 episodes in now this will be episode 13 and you know if you like what i do and you want to support me and you've got an extra dollar laying around i know a guy who could use that dollar (laughs) uh to be a little real here my hours have been kind of cut over at my job and uh you know i could i could use the help when it comes to, you know, like groceries and stuff like that. So if you like what I do and you want to toss me a dollar, I would really appreciate it. And you'll have my eternal gratitude. Anyways, yeah, you can do that at acre.com slash perfect nomad. And there will be like a whole thing that'll pop up and ask you if you want to donate some cash to me. Love you guys. <laughs> so um, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and dive into the events that are unfolding. We are just a few days away from the release of Battle for Azeroth. Horde versus the Alliance. And I cannot wait. I am so excited for this. I'm going to be playing Horde and a little bit of Alliance on the side. But you didn't hear that from me. So, yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, talk about this. So the last time I spoke to you guys, it was just before the burning of Teldrassil, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah? I, I should know this. I go back and hear myself talk all the time. <laughs> but yes, Sylvanas burnt down Darnassus, Teldrassil. And man, there was just an explosion of people just hating on Blizzard. There was people out there who went to Twitter to different social medias and was just trashing on Christy Golden and Taryn Gregory. Those those two are fantastic people. They, to put it bluntly, I I don't think it's not their job to be representatives of Blizzard. They're fans, just like you and I, and they are, are like myself. You know, I I love putting my podcasts out there in the world and seeing the reaction of people. And that, that's the same way for them. They put their work out there in the world, and they just want to see the the reaction of the general public so it's not really them who make this decision to uh, burn down Teldrassil I'm sure it was it was like it's probably like Ian Hazakostas or something he's like hey we're gonna burn down Teldrassil sit on it a little bit and people are like okay 
let's do this. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just, of course, it's not going to be like that, but it's, it's a, it's a collection of people who are, who make these story driven decisions, cause and effect, you know, this is going to happen. Therefore, this must happen in our story. And I'm sure, you know, Christy Golden's in the back. Well, you, you can't do that because this is going to happen. And this happened in like my book that I wrote and blah, blah, blah. And then another dude's like, oh, yeah, of course that can't happen because this is going to happen. And then someone else, you know, barges in like, but what if this happened? And then everyone's like, oh, man, that's a good idea. You know, it, it, my point being, it's not just one person just saying, hey. We're going to flip the switch and do this. So, man, that that sucked watching the pe- people just trashing these Blizzard employees. I didn't like that one bit. I was I was ashamed to be called a Blizzard fan, you know, after seeing all that. And I, I get it. You know, emotions are on high. This, this is the hottest summer, guys. Like, I, I get it. It's, it's freaking hot. People are grumpy. People are cranky. And it sucks. It, it, it sucks, you know, to maybe something's happening at work. And you, you come home and you're part, okay, you're part of the Alliance. You come home after, you know, like, okay, I already know Darnass is going to happen, but I want to see how this unfolds. I had a really crappy day. Oh, my God, Sylvanas, of course. She's evil. Oh, my God. How could you do this to us, Christy Golden? I'm going to go on Twitter. And blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying all Alliance players are like that because I saw a lot of horror people like that, too. But don't do that, guys. Come on. I, and fellow vagrants, I know you guys aren't like that, but... Don't be afraid to call out your friends if if you see them doing that. I know I wouldn't be afraid to call out somebody that I follow on Twitter. I, I'd be like, hey, cut that out. That's not cool. You're a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of you because you're a fan of this. Let's not be like that. So, I don't know. I, I really encourage people to stand up for each other. You know, be, be good to each other. A great man once said that. <laughs> I hope you know who I'm referencing. Chris, Chris Metzen. <laughs> but, I mean... You guys aren't like that, and I know you guys follow great people who aren't like that, but, you know, if if we don't squash it within our own community, then we're just leaving it for someone else to deal with. There's a lot of stigma within the gaming industry with, you know, with, with, with women and uh, other minorities and just, just people in general. You know, it, it's time for us to take a stand and just be like, cut it out. You know, we're, we're all here for the story. We're all here to have fun. So let's let's just enjoy it. Yeah, that, that's just the kind of thing that fires me up. I, I don't like seeing fellow Blizzard fans trashing Blizzard employees. That's like, you're biting the hand that feeds you. Don't do that. But, like I said, I know you guys aren't doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, Sylvanas burnt it down. Burnt it to a crisp. And who didn't like it? Verok Sourfang. I just rubbed my, my face because I'm sweating. That's why it sounded weird. <laughs> Verok Sourfang did not like that one bit. And in the collector's edition, there was two books written um, from the perspective of the Horde and the perspective of the Alliance. And uh, Blizzard was super kind, and they uh, put it up on their website for all of us to read, even if we didn't buy the, the collector's edition, the physical one. And I didn't sit there and read all of it because, one, I'm lazy. Two, I don't have time because I want to play their games. But I did read a little bit more. Uh, I, I did read it a little bit. And it does fill in a little bit of the the gaps and bits and pieces of what was going on at the time. The Alliance had spies all over the place in Orgrimmar, and Sylvanas used that to her advantage. So Seraphine used it to his advantage, and it's incredible to see like how smart 
Sylvanas really is, like how much of a mastermind tactician she is. To use the enemies, to use the enemy's tools against them, genius. Just flipping genius. And it almost like begs the question, like, huh, how can people not see Sylvanas as evil if she has all the qualities and traits of an evil genius? Well, guys, I would have to say that, yeah, Sylvanas is evil in a sense, but it's it's like the the horde the horde's entirety isn't evil if you're an alliance player if you're in that world you're going to see the horde as evil regardless much as in our real world i'm sure that there are things out there that you see as evil but in the eyes of someone else it's not evil to them what's a bad day for for the fly being caught in the spider web is a good day for that spider <laughs> it's all about perspective i would have to say so, with that being said, War of the Thorns is basically completed. We're just waiting for Battle for Azeroth to be released. Um, at the time of this recording, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time of this recording, uh, Lordaeron is, uh, is, is not, it's standing. <laughs> it's definitely standing, but it doesn't belong to the Alliance. Oh my gosh, Blizzard, you guys are killing me here. Y'all said that Alliance is going to take back Lordaeron. Are you sure about that? Because I still see Horde Standers up there. <laughs> so if you don't know what happened, and I'm going to spoil it for you. Sorry, no spoiler warning, because you only had a couple weeks to do this anyways, and you're going to find out no matter what. Spoiler warning, here it is. So the Alliance infiltrated Lordaeron. They, they sieged us, and we fought a valiant battle. Jaina came out with her father's ship, presumably. I'm going to go ahead and assume that was her father's ship. Came out with, with that. Blasted our walls. And the Alliance infiltrated, fought Saurfang, cuffed him. And when Anduin, Illyria, and Greymane went up to, to the throne, Sylvanas was sitting there. And prior to that, Sylvanas gave her bow to Nathanos, knowing full well that the Alliance is super honorable and they're not going to attack an, an, an unarmed enemy. Which I thought was kind of not a good idea considering that sylvanas is a banshee and sure enough sylvanas used her banshee powers flew away like batman and nuked lordaeron with the plague and anduin and all his allies very barely escaped on an airship and there it is undercity has been evacuated all the forsaken are in orgrimmar and we're just patiently waiting for battle for azeroth and dude, my, my jaw dropped. Let me, let me tell you my experience. So I woke up that morning and luckily for me, I had work at noon that day. So I had plenty of time to play through it. So I wake up, do the patch and I fire up this, uh, this scenario and I'm on vagrant on my shaman load up the scenario, get in and we're, we're fighting the spies in undercity. And I'm, I'm feeling like this sense of pride. Cause dude, when for me, when I'm playing Blizzard games and like the music gets like all into it and like there's things happening and it's new content for me, like I something something hits me right in the chest and then I get like all amped up and I start bobbing in my chair and, and I get all teary eyed and I'm like super proud to be like a Blizzard fan. I'm like, oh, this is so great. And then somebody during that moment typed in slash for the horde. And if you know, if you do that in the game, your character screams if you're on the horde for the horde. And like after he did it. Everyone else did, and it was just like, for the horde, for the horde. It was so, so cool. I hadn't experienced anything like that since, like, Legion. 
Legion launch thing. Because in Legion, there was like a bunch of people like flying around going from point A to point B to, you know, fight the demons off, get experience and all that. But it, it was so cool to just feel a sense of camaraderie with these strangers. And it's like, man, if, if we were at BlizzCon and I, you know, somebody started for the Horde and you hear another group of people for the Horde, you would just go over there and just start broing out with them. So, man, it, it was just, it was a lot of fun. Excuse me? Hmm. Yeah, it was just so much fun just running through that scenario just like what's gonna happen next who's gonna do what what is the alliance gonna do here what is what is sylvanas gonna do now okay so but i will say i had a little bit of a heart attack a moment when <laughs> when you're right in the front of the the gates of lordaeron and you're fighting off the alliance and the big siege tank comes out i was like oh man oh are you are you freaking serious like it was so cool and then I guess Anduin was kind of cool. He jumped off on the, the war tank and stabbed it, kind of like uh, reminiscent to his father stabbing the Fell Reaver. <laughs> um, I had a bit of a heart attack moment when Sylvanas was like, okay, unleash the plague. And Varrock is just like, are you serious? You were planning this the entire time? And and like, I, I had a moment where I was just like, is is she really? I'm, I'm still down here. <laughs> uh, don't, don't do that yet. <laughs> sure enough, she... Uh, she unleashes the plague on her own people. And I was like, wow, where have I seen something similar to this before? Before the storm. <laughs> when she turned on her own people and shot him down. I was like, okay, you know what? I've been I've been a fan of Sylvanas up until this point, And I'm still going to be a fan because, hey, my character was still alive. <laughs> and heck yeah, I used the plague against everyone else. Yes, I did. You know why? Because it's in the game. It was a game mechanic, and I don't take this game that seriously. <laughs> but yeah, not gonna lie, I was like, wow, this this would really have sucked because if I were an actual soldier fighting for her, I'm 100% sure she would have killed me and resurrected me as a mindless skeleton. <laughs> so I didn't like that. So that's two things I actually disagree with Solanus on: when she killed her people in Before the Storm, and when she unleashed the plague even on her own soldiers. <laughs> uh, come on, Solanus, I'm a loyalist here for you. Don't don't do this to me. <laughs> what? With that being said, that was an incredible experience, and I'm so hyped up for Battle for Azeroth. Like I, I can't wait for this to be unleashed upon the world. Um, I'm really excited to see. Like, I don't see. I, I, keep, I try to keep Battle for Azeroth spoiler free for me. I know a little bit of what happens, like right in the beginning, but that's it. Um, but I really can't wait to see the uh, that those those spooky looking dudes the area like with all the blood trolls and stuff i love that aesthetic i'm super into halloween so anytime i see something major ma major spooky like that i get so amped up in fact i might make a culturan human druid because i i love what they look like they it's just it's super cool i mean i, I think it's a druid i think it's a culturan i'm not entirely sure but they look all skeletal and and Tim Burton, like it, that, that's incredible to me. And I'm a little jealous that they're on the Alliance side, but Hey, you know, you, you can't have it all right. <laughs> With the, uh, old soldier cinematic that came out right after the burning of Teldrassil, um, there were some people who completely reverted their, uh, their allegiances. Like right after Sylvanas was like, Oh, let's burn it burn it thanos burn it people are like oh no i'm for the alliance now and then old soldiers came out and they're like oh no i guess i'm back on horde because sour fang is uh all honorable dude which i actually disagree with i i don't like how 
how old school Sour Fang is. It's like it's 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 time to move on, old man. All this honor crap doesn't work anymore. You you gotta you gotta look forward to the future. You gotta make sure your people prevail. In fact, I believe that it's a little selfish that Sour Fang wants to die for his little honor bound code thing. I don't agree with that. It's like no, dude, you have a duty to your people. And yeah, sure, you've been through a lot, but you should know that that right there should tell you you need to stay alive for your people. Stay alive for your son, man. Your your son, because of this whole honor thing that you had in his head, probably is what cost him his life in the first place. That's a little controversial, and I'm expecting an angry tweet about it, but hey, that's where I stand. But anyways, that being said. When the old soldier cinematic came out, a lot, of, a lot of people were like, okay, cool. You know, at least there is some sense in the horde. And it was really cool to see a fully rendered troll, endearingly named Zappy Boy, because <laughs> he's in the cinematic that got released at BlizzCon. It was really, really cool to see, like, all the callbacks that, uh, that you know, the, the cinematics team did with, with Sour Fang and his son, um, just holding him in the snow and and um, I forget his name, so I'm just going to call him Zappy Boy. I really liked how he lit the fire for Sour Fang. I really liked all the electricity and all those effects. I like when he's looking out to the Alliance on the on the Lordaeron stands. You can see like all his little back hair is kind of moving from, from the wind blowing. That was so cool. And such a huge step up from what we had seen. I thought one of the greatest cinematics we had seen from, from World of Warcraft was Cataclysm. I thought that was great. It looks so cool with all those fire effects. And they just keep piling on more cool cinematics, all this stuff. And it just keeps getting better and better. Which begs the question, when are we going to get a fully rendered World of Warcraft up-to-date movie? I know we have Warcraft. I don't want that. I don't want Warcraft with, with people. I want... Taron Gregory at the seat of this. I want all his cinematics team working day and night, slaving away to make... A fully rendered Warcraft movie. Can we do it? <laughs> but anyways, in that cinematic, Sour Fang is obviously given up. He's just like, I can't do this anymore. You know, this isn't my horde. This, this really sucks. You know, you can go fight for whatever you believe in. I'm done. I'm going to go get my, my death now. I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that because it, it's, let me, let me gather my thoughts here a bit. Because Saurfing wants to basically die, and there are people out there saying he needs to be war chief, I completely disagree with that sentiment on Saurfing being war chief. This this dude, he just he's done. He's tired. He's old. He's he's done it all. He doesn't want to be a war chief. Still, I firmly believe Sylvanas is the right choice from being a war chief. And if she somehow passes, I believe it should be Lorthamar. That's a, that's a dude who really knows how to lead people. It's like seriously, like if if that's the next step, Lorthamar should be war chief or however this goes. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a great cinematic, and I really like how Zappy Boy pulled Sour Fang. You know, just basically pulled him out of that state of mind. Like, no, you need to fight for the horde. The horde is all we have. Like, cool, blood and thunder, whatever, honor and glory, but. The horde is what we have. Like the times have changed. This is this is what you need to stand for, Sour Fang. I look up to you because I lost my my father. The horde is all we have, and I look up to you. You you are my idol. Please don't throw your life away. And I I like that. 
So having Sourfang get his little tiny little bit of redemption and come to come to terms with like, okay, maybe the horde is worth fighting for. That's what I like. I don't like the fact that Sourfang is just ready to throw away his life, but I like the fact that he's ready to to live again for the horde and continue fighting for those people. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so stoked for Battle for Azeroth. I'm th- this is the most I've been into the lore like ever. This is the most I've been like for for a faction. That's that's the most I've ever been in this game and I've played this game for years. For years. And this is this is the first time and I I feel like it's the first time for a lot of people. First time that people have felt like a sense of faction pride. And Blizzard is doing a fantastic job, especially in their marketing. My current Twitter profile is the the Snapchat filter, the Orc, and it, hey, I look pretty dang good on that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredible, and I can't wait to see the journey and the story that Blizzard is going to unfold for us. I can't wait. I'm super stoked, and I'm sure you are too. I'm sure there are tons of people out there as well. And hey. I can't wait to see what the next expansion is going to bring. In fact, here is my prediction. My 100% absolute, I'm going to double down on it. Here's my prediction. In one of the comics, you can see some whispers of the old gods. And this, the the specific comic is when Sylvanas is with her, uh, with her sisters and she sees Illyria and you kind of see in Illyria's mind with the void gods are whispering like, oh, it's her. She's the true enemy. You have to you have to kill her now. You have to kill her. Why would the void gods be afraid of Sylvanas? Hmm? Why would they be afraid of her? Hmm? Think about that. And while we're on the topic, who's the real evil here? Alliance, you guys have void elves. People who talk to the old gods. Like, come on. And you want to sit there and tell me that Sylvanas is evil when the Void Gods are afraid of Sylvanas? So you're going to sit there and tell me that the most evil thing is afraid of something? And you're going to tell me that thing that they're afraid of isn't evil? I mean, is... Yeah, yeah. Is is evil? Come on. Come on. You, you can't sit there and tell me the Void Elves aren't evil. <laughs> um, but yeah. But here's my prediction. <clears throat> Varrock is going to try and fight Sylvanas in a Makara. And Sylvanas being obviously honorless, she's not going to care. She's going to kill him. She's just going to straight up kill him. And it's going to suck and it's going to be super emotional and there's going to be a huge outcry. And then, then, she's going to raise him from the dead as a loyal subject. Guarantee it. I'm calling it now. And if Thanos is going to either love it or hate it, and I'm sure he's going to hate it, and he's going to try to kill her or he's going to defect or something. And she's going to kill him and give him his final death. That's my prediction right there. And if, 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 and kind of when Sylvanas passes or gets killed or whatever, or she decides to jump off Ice Crown again, we are going to have Varrock as war chief in his dead state. There's my prediction right there. And... <clears throat> And the Void Gods, or the Old Gods, are going to come back. Old Gods, yeah, specifically Old Gods. Those guys are going to come back, and that's going to be the next baddie for the new expansion. So, as much as I really like Sylvanas, I don't see her... I don't know, I I, I can't see her surviving this expansion with, with the outcry or whatever. But, hey, I want to be wrong on this prediction. I 100% want to be wrong. Let me make that clear. I need to be wrong, because I really like Sylvanas' character. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of The Freezing Nomad. 
it's 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 hot guys <laughs> i tried turning off the ac and i just i can't do it my computer just runs really hot i should probably get new new uh, paste for the cpu but meh whatever <laughs> yeah that's gonna wrap it up i really do appreciate you listening uh it's it's amazing all the support that i've gotten and i just i i can't thank everyone enough who's reached out to me and thank me for touching up on subjects that are kind of taboo and some people who are like i really enjoy the fact that you talk about your life outside of podcasting like like i said on, on Rhodes interview you know it, it, it's it's a clean slate and I may be kind of scuffing up that slate a little bit by talking about my personal life, but i that's how I am. I'm personal with people, and I love talking to people. So I, I appreciate everybody who has done that, who has DM'd me on Twitter, and just be like, hey, I really like what you got to say, and you know, thanks for talking about this. Let's be friends. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You, you hoard a romance. <laughs> but I just I appreciate everybody who listens every single person especially you who just randomly came across this and got super interested in what i had to say thank you (laughs) so that's going to wrap it up for this episode if you want to support me anchor allows you to do that now at anchor.com slash perfect nomad just click on support this podcast and there's three different tiers of tiers of a dollar five dollars and ten dollars i'm not asking for ten dollars a dollar would just even a dollar would make me cry (laughs) So if you want to do that, I would deeply appreciate it. It would help me get groceries when I'm in need. It would help me save towards a new computer, which I desperately need, please. (laughs) So if you want to do that, you can go ahead and do that there. You can find me at Twitter at Perfect Nomad. I'm always posting random things, just liking a bunch of things because I'm really awkward when it comes to my online life. If you want to see what I got to say, there you go. I'm also on Instagram at perfect underscore nomad, where I post a lot about my cats, and sometimes I'll post a selfie or two. Um, I'm always hanging around in the Lagging Balls Discord. If you uh, like Lagging Balls and you're listening to this podcast because you're from the Lagging Balls community, thanks for being awesome. I like seeing you in the Discord. Thanks for talking to me. (laughs) Uh, What else do I got to say? Oh, yeah. um, I guess I should start saying this now. There is no copyright infringement intended. I have started using some of Blizzard's music. Uh, If you don't like that, if you want me to stop that, just let me know. (laughs) I'll happily remove it. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. I I deeply appreciate it. You guys are all amazing. Um, If Battle for Azeroth is not your thing and you still like what I have to say, you you rock. (laughs) You sincerely rock. All y'all rock. But yeah, have a happy weekend, happy weekday, and by the time this is all over, Battle for Azeroth will be released. We'll see each other on the battlefield. Logtar Ogar, my friends. <laughs>